Welcome to the PT Legends Podcast, where co-hosts Dave Bess and myself, Scott Carpenter, share our journey in secrets of success. From our humble beginnings as personal training employees of a big box gym, to struggling studio owners that have made every mistake in the book, to where we are now, the owners of a multi-seven-figure business operating multiple personal training studios internationally, and now coach and mentor to fitness professionals in five countries and counting. This is our story, and these are our secrets. Subscribe to our podcast, learn, take action, and build your own fitness empire. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Scott here checking in. Dave clocking in. We are here for another episode on the PT Legends podcast. Um, we are going to talk today about how COVID-19 saved our fitness business, which sounds about the opposite of a lot of people, unfortunately, but yeah, it has COVID-19 made us what we are and made us who we are today. No doubt about it. Without COVID, we're not having this podcast right here talking would, to everybody out there. We, we would not be sitting here doing this. No, um, that, that's a total fact. And it was a very, very scary time. Um, and that is... That's part of the reason why we're here. I think at times I still forget how scary it was. It's easy. You know, it's, it's a defense mechanism. Yeah. When you look back at things, like I look at, look at like nine, 10 years ago, first starting the business, how scary it was. It took over a business losing money for God's sakes. Had no idea what I was doing. And the little apartment that we moved into right by the gym, because I'm like, I got to be there like 18 hours a day. Oh, I didn't know this. You moved at... 7th Street? Uh, yeah, right by there on Cave Creek Road. Um, little part, When I drive past Cave Creek, and if I drive past that apartment complex, I only have like fond memories. It's really wow. weird, but it was massively stressful. My girlfriend, who's my wife now, we were going through a rough time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember <laughs> some of those stories. <laughs> yeah. Going through a very oh rough God, time. That's wild. The stress of the business... Because I had no safety net. I had like no savings when I bought the thing. And wow. we were in this little apartment that the way it was and the walls and it was kind of sunken in, like it was so dark. And, <laughs> and like we were on a corner and the landscapers would just be there every day and the dogs would be barking all the time. And our neighbors hated us because it was a gated condo yeah, place. Yeah, yeah. And like, and, and our dogs would bark and they don't like, it's it just, it was a nightmare. Like if I think back, like it was one of the most stressful times in my entire life. But when I drive by and I look past, like I only think about the good things. I don't know. It's a defense mechanism. Like sometimes you forget about how difficult things are. Um, wow. Anyways, that's a tangent. But, but yeah, we're, we're sitting here in July of 2021, um, little over a year into the pandemic, a year and a few months. And yeah, it doesn't seem like it was that big of a deal anymore. That, that sounds crazy, but all hell broke loose. All I mean, hell broke loose. Yeah. I just remember having anxiety because we both had kids, right? Yeah. Dude, babies, my first one, your little man. So that was what, two months before it happened? And then this, this hit? Yeah. Yep. I remember being in the hospital after she gave birth and flicking yeah. on the TV and that was when all the riots were going on and everything was on fire. I'm like, what is going on? Like she had to have a mask while giving birth. Like it was just, it's just nuts. 
You know, we weren't even yeah. sure. You weren't even sure if you could be in the hospital. Yeah. Right. For they a shut while. Down. It was like uh, Carrie and I had the whole hospital to ourselves. Like just saying this out loud, I'm like, it, it seems like it was 10 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It is strange. Um, and what's crazy is, you know, places in Canada and other countries are still locked down, which is nuts. Did, did I tell you, or did, I think I, sh I sent you that photo. So at the gyms in Canada, they still can't have people in the gyms, the majority of them, right? Yeah. Right. I think a, lot of, a lot of them are just getting there now yep. or maybe not. depends on what, I don't know what you call them. Uh, so I'm wearing my, my St. Louis blues polo in here today. I'm a huge hockey guy. They're still having some fun though in Montreal. Yeah. Did you see that photo? Yeah, was like, that. yeah. But it's, it's wild. Yeah. Like parts of the world are still shut down. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. We're lucky here in the U S with the vaccines, uh, and the, the fast rollout. Yep. But it's nuts. Um, but it was really scary. I mean, now after the vaccines, you know, kind of came out and they're like, Oh, they got it. What was that? Like the end of November, December, they were like, mm -hmm. okay, it's there. I can't remember. But if you remember business owners, it was scary as hell, not because, oh, we're going to be shut down for one, two, three, four. It was indefinite. Mm -hmm. You don't know. You didn't know what was going to happen. You didn't know how much support or funding you'd be getting from whatever government you have. Mm -hmm. That, If you're in the U.S., that shit changed all the time. And it was just nuts. So it was wildly unpredictable. Every single clause in your lease, every single clause in your insurance policy means it, had, it was meaningless. So it was all on you and you don't know how long it's going to go for. So it's just like, how long can you bleed, you know, thousands and thousands and thousands or in many cases, 10,000s of dollars a month on overhead without income coming in? Did you think in your heart that brick and mortar models would exist? two months into the pandemic. So I, I'm an, I'm an optimist in a way, but I, okay. I know. So I know that we would be fine. I knew that we would be fine, even though it was so scary. You didn't and know it, how. But I you didn't knew. know how, but okay. I know, because I had that faith that I'm going to get through this shit. And that yeah. has only been developed because I have been through awful terrible things in this business. <laughs> and you know, a lot of it, Yeah, you know, the worst of it. And the, here's the great thing guys. And everything that has ever happened to you or I in business, and no matter how awful it was and the cascading effects of, Oh man, now I'm back in working 60 hours and making no money right now until I recover the worst things that have ever happened to us have in hindsight, turned into the best things that have ever happened to us. The one employee who just did something terrible that just pulled the rug out from under the business and it seemed like awful, you know, and then you're just back in there doing it and recovering everything, everything you work so hard for and you have to build it back up. But the fact of the matter is that one employee, you realize after they're gone, how much damage they were actually doing that yep. you find out about yep. in hindsight and how, whatever happened right there and getting rid of them was the absolute best thing to happen. And that every single time it always works itself out. It always works itself out. If you've got the right mindset Yeah, and it is scary and anxiety, you know, hits in and you either people either bury their head in the sand 
and pretend like it's not going on or yep. refuse yep. to tackle the hard things in front of you, or you tackle that shit, you know, and you put your head down and you take one step after another and keep going. Here's the difference. When COVID happened, we, you and I, we would always work together before on, on projects. Like we've owned gyms together, but we had never went all in together. So now that yeah. I'm saying it out loud, I think that's the difference. We had taken actions with, you know, when, you know, crap hit the fan at my studio, like we would, we would always figure it out, but COVID was so hardcore and extreme. It forced us to work together. Uh, and we're lucky in a lot of ways that we have each other. A lot of yeah. other business owners out there don't have that. We, it, it forced us to take action. And, and even yesterday, yesterday, like we talked on the phone for 45 minutes. Carrie's like, yeah, you and Scott are best friends now. Like, yeah, we literally, I, yeah. I mean, I think yeah. we are, I think yeah. we're best friends. <laughs> but seriously, like we talk on the phone every like single day. Brothers. Did we just become best yeah, friends? Like, but yeah, yep. we, we talk every single day and without COVID that wouldn't have happened. We wouldn't uh -huh. have had, and then we wouldn't be, uh, have become obsessed with building our own community. Of, of the gyms that we're working with around the world. Like, man, it just forces you to build a community and a team and you, no one can, no one survived COVID by, if you survived, you did not survive it by yourself. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. No way. No way. And yeah, that's what it did. Like we've always tried to do stuff, but we didn't do it as much. It's hard. You know, if, if you're running Arrowhead mm -hmm. and you have appointments and I'm running the back end, but also a little bit in the desert Ridge location at that time, you know, and we have appointments. It's so hard to get those hours together to devote to it. And then even then, like you still dabble, right? Like yeah. we're yep. looking, Oh, what if we want to do some online stuff and then this and that, and then, you know, you, you can kind of dabble in it. And when COVID hit and we're shut down, there's yep. no more dabbling. We got to figure this shit out. Right. And wow. that's what we did. Like, we got together and our first drafts of everything were terrible. And this is what you said, <laughs> terrible. Um, and you saw every personal trainer and gym owner scramble to figure out. Three, four week challenges. How do we pivot, <laughs> right? How do we pivot to online? Let's do some online group stuff. And then like, let's do online coaching. And yeah, so what, what happened was a race to the bottom. Hey, let me give four weeks free of mm -hmm. whatever yep. and get all these leads. And hopefully I'll upsell something to somebody somehow. Right. And then, you know, yeah, the, our, you know, our initial offers we were looking, it was like a hundred and something a month, 200 and something a month for like online. I something. think it was like 69 on the back end too. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was, yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not, that's, that wasn't atypical. That's pretty much what everyone was doing. And then, so all of a sudden you get the market flooded with everybody doing free and massively low price things with the hope that you get some decent recurring business on the end. But here's the thing, none of those numbers shake out worth a shit. Like Never. Those, they don't work. Even if you manage to get traction and upsell and this and that, you can never afford charging prices like that, even for a complete virtual program. You will, there's not enough money to advertise. And I don't care what percentage that your landing page converts or this or that or whatever kind of funnel you have on the back end and automations to get the most out of it those numbers won't work for you and the big players own it like have you checked out the peloton app mm -hmm. holy crap they have strength training meditation they have everything yeah if i ever have a client's like hey i need to download the peloton app it's 10 bucks 
we like nobody compete with that. They have no. Good trainers, like it's real peppy. When I hear a Peloton commercial, I get all jacked up. Yeah, like, they have the perfect system. Like no one can compete with that. Yeah, and and, and even the marketing dollars, right? Yeah, can are you? Yeah, it, we all know what happened to to advertising costs shortly after the pandemic, yep. a few months into it. They went down. Everybody panicked. Nobody did anything, right? And then they skyrocketed. They skyrocketed because that's the only way you can reach people, right? They're all at home. And, and the brick and mortars are all shut down and closed everywhere. So everybody just advertises for online stuff. And the cost went way up. Cost of leads went way, way up. The quality of leads went way, way down, um, particularly on Facebook. And it just washes out any chance you have of doing some low-priced online coaching. Doesn't, doesn't work. So we started like on the whiteboard that's right over there. That's when we mapped out our whole online offers. We were, we were excited too. We were <laughs> really excited. We had stuff. I think I we cracked I, the code. <laughs> this is it. This is going to work. And of course it crashed, burned, failed, and you know, was not able to be revived. It was, it was terrible. But the, the, the fact is we didn't dabble in it. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. That did not work at all. How do we pivot? Like we have to move forward in some way. And uh, so it forced us to go all in together and, and do it and force us to work together in a big way. And, and we did it. We spent a lot of time together. Yep. Um, we invested heavily into different programs to learn the skills that we, that we were lacking or that could support it. And at the end of the day, there wasn't a solution that we could buy, unfortunately, but it led to us taking components of this yep. program and this program and this program, and this program and making it our own. And then boom, it just blew up. Like looking back, I don't know if there was like that magic moment where it all happened. Like we just kept on working together, working together, working together. Then it finally stuck. Then it finally stuck. Like it wasn't like, Oh, here's the system. Let's design it. Then do it. We yeah. just threw it at the wall. Yeah. We kept throwing it at the wall and then we'd make just little changes along the way. Yeah. Yep. That's exactly what it was. Yeah. And, it was, I, I remember when we first at your studio, mm-hmm. when we could be open in a limited capacity, that's when we first rolled it out. But leads were super low then. Yep. Right. Because so many people were hesitant with COVID and all that kind of stuff. Um, and yeah, we, we chipped away at it. But when we launched with that, the main stuff, and we've talked about it on previous podcasts. So if this is your first one, go back and listen to some of them. But on, on you know, that seven-minute call, that brought in $42,000. Yeah. That, that was the game changer where we actually got traction. We started believing in it, too. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, you're trying stuff, but you, gotta, you have the belief in it, and then it will go. And then we fine-tuned it from there, right? Um, but the great thing is, like, our system works virtually. So it, it, you can <laughs> yep. deliver – you can do it completely virtual – and with no software needed, and you can also do it in-house. So we, I, to my knowledge, we are the first per- people who, who've brought, successfully taken elements of high-ticket yep. online coaching and merged it successfully in with the fitness business, no matter whether you're personal training or small group or large group, no matter what your format is. We successfully merged those two things, and that was the difficult part because we know – 
online coaches are making money out there, right? And I'm not, I'm not talking just in the fitness space, but anything in the business coaching space and this and that. It's, you know, there's a lot of people and it's working. And then there's, and, and it, that's why all the trainers want to pivot to, yeah. oh, I want to just be an online trainer because I can, you know, I, I watched this dude and he pulled up in a Lambo and I feel like I can, <laughs> I'm just going to walk in and make six figures in my first couple months. And it really doesn't happen like that online. It can, Oh man! But who you're, you're putting baby. in a lot of action. Yeah, month it's, after it's month uncommon. After. Oh, like the yeah. people who who that worked for, and they were just bam. That was typically years ago. It's a unicorn. When yeah, and back when it cost two cents to right. get a lead on Facebook, you know, it's just they took action at the right time, right? Um, and uh, anyways. We, we all have these, it's just, it's so tempting to want to pivot to online because then it's like, oh, I can work from home and basically do nothing. I don't have to do hourly yeah. appointments anymore and I'll just make tons of money. And that's the appeal of it because guess what? That's what all the marketing tells you. It's that easy, right? <laughs> yep. It's just not how it you works. You can be lazy. Yeah. Yeah. That's the attraction. Oh, I, I just want to do nothing but make lots of money. Is that cool? <laughs> and I'm not saying you can't do it well online because you can. But the bottom line is if you're a personal trainer, you do in-person personal training, if you own a gym or a fitness studio, you don't even, you can do online and have that supplementary and you can start growing that too. But your gym is a massive asset, oh. a massive asset, because even if you get few leads, you're getting leads. And most gyms think they have a lead problem. They don't no. have a lead problem. They have a price problem. And even if your gym only gets in 10 leads a month, you can crush it. You can crush it at 10 leads. At 20, at 30 leads, game oh. over. Game over. You'll never go hungry again. You'll have, you'll have profit in abundance uh, with as few leads as 15 a month, 10, 15 yep. a month. And 30, you're just indestructible. 40, 40, For, that 35 to 40, it's literally, it's you. With 40, you, you can, can bring money. in $50,000 in new business a month. With yes. only nine-week programs, not six or 12. I'm not, these aren't exaggerated numbers here. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's not, it's not a lead problem. And if you have a boutique personal training studio or a group studio or a gym, that is a huge asset because that's a lead factory. Even if you're only getting a few organic leads, people will come to you because you have a physical location. It was a dog fight. So when, when I had my first, you know, mastermind that I joined with the online, I didn't like reaching out that cold outreach. Mm-hmm. Like I, and I did it and it works, but you, man, it is a grind. And that's something for myself. I just wasn't, I did, I wasn't passionate about yeah. putting in that type of work, going into to Facebook groups and, you know, finding you know, my avatar client and bringing them to this. It's just, I think maybe that was a light bulb moment. Like, wait a second, we have leads coming to us. Yeah. Yeah. That they're that's, putting, they're that's putting the their hand part. Up, they're putting their hand up and saying, I'm looking, I'm looking for a solution. Like when whoever is reaching out to you out there, they're saying, Hey, I have an issue. Can you help me out? Mm -hmm. And so that that was, that's enjoyable. Yeah. Cause they come to us. Yes. That's, that's it. That's the difference. Like with what we do, combining the high ticket with the, the brick and mortar model, they come to us. Yeah. And that's the part I enjoy because someone's Cause, raising I, their hand. Because I tried that with you too when we were going through this. I got in, I joined yep. some Facebook groups oh. and then uh, it's just like everyone's doing it too. So that's yes. the problem. It's so saturated, guys. Like it's so saturated with it that, and I tried some of the suggested things that we learned and, and I posted in a group. It and works. Then, 
And it can, oh. but then also people know what you're doing too. Cause they're like, that's bait. <laughs> I'm like, shit, you're right. You know, Dude, just, the, it wasn't my, my, jam. my favorite one was, did you see the one? Cause I used Braxton. I used my son in these damn photos. <laughs> um, it was when I did, God, I do stupid things. It was my, uh, 30 diets in 30 days. Yeah. 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 And so I went into these keto groups. So I was recruiting people from these keto groups into my, cause I remember that a lot of people with keto have really bad relationships with food. So yeah. I'm like, there's my hot spot. So I went into this keto group and I'm wearing my backwards. I don't even know. It's a backwards block. Hat. It was a good photo. I had Brax in my hand. I'm using my baby. Then I have a plate with like pepperoni and a bunch of keto stuff. It actually wasn't a bad meal, but I posted that. <laughs> and it was just really just, oh, I could, even when I wrote the copy to put in there, I remember I deployed it and it had like 75 comments. Yeah. I'm like Scott, I hit the jackpot with it. And then they banned that. Yeah. Oh yeah. It. You're gone. I within, was getting, they kicked hours. out of that group. Yeah. Yeah. They kicked just, you out. Oh my gosh. It's yeah. just, it's unenjoyable. Yeah, it wasn't. Building so, an online type movement like that in a lot of ways. Oh. You know, just, and what's great is like our online stuff, we just, they're our own clients. They're our own clients like sisters or friends that live in a different state. Yep. It's super enjoyable. And it's the same high ticket stuff, guys. It's the two to $3,000 for a nine-week program. And, uh, um, but yeah, so like we, we took a lot of the, the models from that and successfully merged it in the brick and mortar business, which I know... We're not the first ones to try it because, you know, one of our new clients said she's tried it and just couldn't figure it out. Yeah. And, and we've done that. And that really just changed everything and blew it up. But if it weren't for COVID, yeah. we would not, we huh. would not have gone all in on it. We Where would we be right now? That's a good question. I think we just would have been the same old. Yep. Which not bad. Not bad. But not great. And, and you know what I mean? Not how we are now, not truly making an impact. That's it. And guess what? That's what we were both craving at that time too. And, and we're saying the story, how it saved us. We were still very successful. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we knew valley, what we were like, doing. We were, yeah. We knew what we were doing. Like we we're probably in the top 1% of boutique gems, even doing what we did with just yeah. us leading our people doing the semi-private yep. training. And the, the group that I was in with, I don't know, 800 ish, 700 ish yeah. gyms. Because we have multiple, like we were actually the top ones in revenue, which I found out later. Yeah. So we are doing well by all means, but not. Oh, next we weren't level. making that impact though. That next level impact, and that's what I think was missing from our old model. Yeah. Yeah. That, it like, was. It was just about the business. It became about the business and the blocking yeah. and tackling, and not necessarily about the reasons we got into the fitness business in the first place, which is to change and help impact lives. And then to level up what, how this became way more than I expected was when we tested it and then we did it with all the locations yep. and we spent so much time then and zoom brought us together because we're oh, all appointment yeah. based. Yep. So like with Ron and Clayton, everybody, we were on zooms constantly and that time together changed them mm -hmm. and it changed us in a big way. And we became our biggest supporters, right? We became, we, we became a family there and everyone leveled up so big. It all changed when we started doing that. We had a couple in-person yeah. things, right? We met at Panera Bread, you know, for our war rooms and stuff like that. And that kind of kicked it off, yeah. right? And then we set like, hey, we're going to change shit. 
we're going to change shit. Remember we did that. I read good to great. Yep. And talked about what it takes to become, become a great company. Right. And the hedgehog concept and what we can be the best in the world yeah. at. And we can be the best in the, we can't be the best in the world at giving workouts. You can't do it, but we can become the best in the world at delivering coaching and changing people's lives that we can do and shit. We did it. So we laid it down and yeah. then we met on zoom. It started once a week. And then as we grew this thing and learned and had to teach it over and over, we added Wednesdays and Fridays and boom, 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 boom. And then we developed a powerhouse. And that's when people started asking us to teach them to do it. And now we do that oh five God. times a week with clients learning sales level one, sales level two, business and leadership. I don't coaching and fulfillment, something else. I can't even remember. It's a lot, right? <laughs> but that changed everything. Like we went all in on this stuff and it just, it, it works. And you, I get really ramped up. You telling like when Clay it's, it's, we invited Clayton and Shane and Ron to be part of our family. Right. And then we started all leveling up and this is where I guess I get, I never thought of it until right now. All we're working with gyms all over the world and now they're part of our family. Yeah. You know, and it's, yeah, like it's, I've, and it is, it's not a joke. Everybody says family and there's a, just the activity on, yeah. in our in our WhatsApp mastermind and what people wrote yeah. over the past one, two, three days has been incredible. Yeah. Incredible. And we've got clients who've been with us for eight, 12 weeks that have already hit their all-time personal highs for as long as they've been in business, all the years. And all, every single one of our studios has hit all-time personal best by far. And... Again, the revenue is one thing, and that's awesome. Those wins are really cool when we share yeah. them. But the other stuff is the qualitative stuff that people are writing. And that, I don't have my phone on me, but if I could just yeah. open up and share about how these business owners' lives are changing and who they are and who they're becoming mm -hmm. and their plus ones, whether it's their GM or their yeah. head sales guy, like, wow, that's powerful stuff. They're part of the family now. Yeah. And I know it sounds maybe cheesy, but that's, that's, it the sounds truth. cheesy, it, but it's the truth. It, our system that we designed, like it's, we're about 97%. Like we have it down now. Yeah. Like I can look someone in the eyes and say, if you get it, if you bring in 35 to 40 leads, it's game over. Oh, we're going to make you literally that's scary. Yeah. Uh, this, we're going to make you seven figures in a very, very short period of time. Yeah. I can guarantee that, but that's not what about, that's not what, PT legends is about, it's about that family. Like you're like when, when someone joins our PT legends, we're going to do a lot of teaching and educating, but you're going to be a part of our family. Yep. And, and, but that's what our system is about too. When COVID happened, what happened? Mental health. Yes. I realized I had, I'm not as, I did have maybe not a mental health problem, but I did not realize the issues that I had. And maybe that's that light bulb moment with COVID. We realize that's, that people don't need workouts. Even in even if a pandemic is not happening, they need something more. And we had to create a solution for that. Yes. Workouts are not the reason. We say it all the time. Workouts are not the reason that they're calling you. It's not the reason they submit a lead yep. form. It's not the reason why they call you on the phone. They're not here to work out. They're here for different reasons. They're here because they're unhappy with themselves in some way, shape, or form. 
and and they want to be part of a family too. They want to be part of something bigger, and that's yeah. You know, COVID caused that to happen. COVID, nothing unites people like a common enemy. This was it. It's a common threat. And it's a threat to all our livelihoods, owners, employees, everyone. And it forced us to get together and figure it out and work hard together for all of our survivals, right? And yeah, it forced us to become a family. And you know what? It's, yeah, it's not just about the money. Like we found greater fulfillment and we actually learned how to be vulnerable with each other. Yeah. Yep. And we do that with all the PT legend staff. Like to be a coach, you got to be very self-aware. And you're to be a really good coach, like you're going to have imposter syndrome. You're going to yes. doubt that you yep. have what it takes. At some point, I don't care who you are. And the cool thing is like we have created a culture where we talk yep. about that. And take ownership of it. And take ownership of Even it. Even you and I do. It's not that we're, we're, oh, we're on the high horses. We, we suffer from the same things that our family members suffer up to. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Wow. And so like to be able to be a guy who traditionally has not shared any weaknesses ever, and I'm still not the greatest at it, but I'm way better. Mm -hmm. And I can. And we have a relationship where we can do that, which is something I've never had before. I would just stuff things in a box, right? Just shove it down like a man and never open that box ever, you know? And, and now I, I feel way more comfortable doing that. And you know what? It's affected my relationship with my family too. Yeah. I am way better at expressing those things now. Um, and it's to my, you know, it's, it's to all our benefits. But the cool thing is we've had some really cool stuff happen. Um, and other people share some really kind of personal and private things about what they struggle. Because listen, guys, COVID-19 was scary. Again, we're sitting here and it's just like, yeah, yeah, it was tough and we got over it. But if you really put yourself mm. back in the shoes of the fear of closing your doors, making no money, having all the liabilities pile up and not knowing when you'll open... Oh, it's extended. It's extended. In three weeks, we'll know more. And you just don't know. And they say, it could be years before we get a vaccine. You have no idea. Everything that you've built and worked so hard for could poof, be gone. And that was not an easy space. And some people got very lonely. Some people started drinking. Some people started whatever. But man, it was not easy. And if we think back and put ourselves yeah. in those shoes again... Yeah, that was a scary time. I remember being scared to death because I was under contract for the Flagstaff house. Right before, right? Like that. that well, even that. So buying the building, we were under contract to buy the 7th Street building. So that was the first location and under contract to buy it. It's a long commercial real estate. It's not a fun process. And it was the SBA 504. It's, it's just a nightmare of a process. Finally closing after being you know, a, a deal in for months and months and months. So throughout a wad of cash and the down payment on that. At the same time, there was an awesome opportunity in Flagstaff, Arizona to get a house that we can use as our vacation home, but also Airbnb it. And I knew it was going to be a really good investment, turned out to be an outrageously good investment. But we're closing right as COVID, the shit was hitting the fan. 
And it was really scary. I'm like, should I try and find a loophole and back out of the closing? Because again, I'm throwing out a wad of cash on the commercial building and then a wad of cash on the Airbnb house. Yeah. Right. The, the commercial building was already gone, right? The wad of cash went out. And this one was just, and so it was so nerve wracking. And I decided to go through with it. But I remember being scared as hell. I remember because of the, the closing and COVID and shutdown, like I had to drive up there to sign the paperwork. And I had to like drive right back because I had stuff to do. And I remember stopping by the house real quick. And then I was like on the verge of tears because it's just like I'm standing in this house and all the, all the Airbnb bookings had like vacated. Boom. Right. So you've got all this cash going out the door and then you have another house with another mortgage and utilities with no Airbnb mm. revenue because it just all went out the door. And that was tough because I had to just fly in there, check on it, and then drive back after I signed the papers. And it was just, man, that was scary. That was a scary situation. Like, okay, take a big, big amount of your cash and safety net, just pull that away. So this was in March last oh year. Oh my God. New baby. <laughs> yeah. With a baby just about to be born. But you had it in your, your gut that everything was going to work itself out. I can get through this. Yeah. And I've been through worse. For anyone listening out there right now, like if you own a gym, guess what? You survived it. You survived it. If you're listening to this podcast, you're still in the game. Yeah. You're still in the game. You haven't given up. I don't care what stage you're at. Um, if you haven't given up and you're still in the game. You fought. Is, you fought. You, you fought. fought. Yeah. And, and it is never too late. It is never too late. And man, we've been through some bad things. And it was the worst things that always ended up in hindsight being the best damn things that ever happened to us. And iron sharpens iron. And being up against huge obstacles, huge obstacles is a way to really grow. And nobody grows without resistance. That's not how your muscles work either, right? Nobody grows without resistance. And COVID-19 offered us a huge resistance. And as a result, like we become so much more than we were. This podcast exists, right? Our mastermind exists. Yep. The, how many lives we're changing is, is going to, is, is multiple times what it was. And we've, we've changed our business so much. We're actually rebranding it, right? Like there's going to yeah. be a new identity. We haven't even talked about it yet. I can't wait to talk about it. I don't um, think we can talk about it. Right. I don't even know. We better check. With, <laughs> yeah. We better check with the lawyers. <laughs> we better check with our attorneys first. Um, but yeah, so much, so much has, has come through it. And yeah. the relationship we have with our employees and partners is something else. And then every single gym owner and personal trainer that we work with is just, our, our relationships are invaluable. So yeah, I mean, COVID-19 not only saved our, like it renewed our passions, mm -hmm. right? In a big way. It and saved us. It not saved just, us. Yeah, not yeah. just our business, saved it, us. We did not have purpose in our lives. Yep. Or at least we had lost it. As, and, and this forced us to find it. So I think I'll be 
forever grateful for the pandemic. Is that okay to say? <laughs> it's I don't a dicey know. topic. Like you said, like <laughs> we have to really skate around thin ice around this because I mean, COVID was awful in yeah. uh, in so many ways. But for anyone out there, just said, especially an entrepreneur or a business owner, and if you kept on taking action and taking action, and as we're recording this, it's July, you've made it through it. There's going to be another, but there's going to be something else. There's, yeah, in, in next month. Yep. Or the month after, it's not going to be a pandemic, but there will be something. So, yeah. and that's, that's life. So, I mean, for those that need to hear it, toughen up, <laughs> you know, it, put, that's call, what it put is on though. the work boots. It's okay. It's okay yeah. to feel like you failed. It's okay to sit down and cry and feel sorry for yourself mm-hmm. for a short amount of time. And then you got to stand up and you got to take one step and then the next step and then the next step. And then you can change the entire industry. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we'll leave you with that. And no matter where you're at um, with your recovery with COVID-19, I know some are beyond what they were. Some are still recovering. Some fully aren't even open yet. Um, You'll make it. You'll make it. Keep taking action. Put one step in front of the other. And don't let fear paralyze you from doing what you need to do. So that's the message. It's beautiful. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you in the next episode. Dave and myself, Scott, would love to thank you for tuning in and listening to the PT Legends podcast. You can get direct access to us by joining our free Facebook group. Go to www.facebook.com slash groups slash seven-figure personal trainer. That's seven-figure personal trainer with the number seven. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you can keep on learning and keep on living. Finally, if you picked up any tips whatsoever in this episode that you found helpful, be sure to leave us a review and tell us what you like best about it. Can't wait to see you on the next episode.